Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. It's James and Jake here with you this week to run you through all the Wednesday news, speculation and all that general good stuff. We hope your week has been good so far, but as always, we start the podcast by I will ask Jake, how has your week been, my friend? It's been a weird week because I've been trying to get a thing done and I don't feel like I've achieved any of it. It's just one of the weeks where everything stood still. And every time I've gone to try and get something done, it just, it gone peaked on. Like, my dehumidifier blew up. So we had to order a new one. It, like, literally tripped the electric. It's like, great, so we'll get that sorted. It's just like, everything that I wanted to do this week, I've not managed to do. So I'm I'm in that, like, really frustrated period stuff. And it's just, I think it's just been a weird week in general. Because we're finally getting to that day where a routine's into play, we're all happy, and then we're having my little, my eldest now have like the, you don't love me that much anymore. It's like, yeah, we do. We're trying to, oh, it's just been a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It's just been a nightmare. So, oh, I'm not the favorite anymore because of the new baby. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And tomorrow's going to be fun because, because we've got no football tomorrow. Uh, I've got them both in the morning on my own for a couple of hours, so that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that's that is fun. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm, we are. I'm I'm, I'm I'm having a look into my future. <laughs> we are recording this on the Friday before the Coventry game um, in the cup, so it is coming out probably on the Saturday. We will be back to a more scheduled format and after the transfer deadline day window the next podcast will be a live podcast on um wednesday so busy one transfer deadline day um we'll probably be very tired as i said i'm doing a charity thing in the day so i'm going to be working all day on that doing all that and then basically coming straight on to do the match and then we've got the podcast and we'll go we'll do quite a lot of the transfer stuff it could be quite a busy transfer deadline day for wednesday so we will be there um with the watch along leading into that so make sure you just stick around on the channel for all of that and then it will be up on the audio feeds i'm not gonna lie it's not going up wednesday night it will most likely go up thursday evening um if you're an audio listener purely because as soon as we stop streaming on that i am probably going to go to bed um no probably about it you will go to bed (laughs) uh yeah exactly um so and i've yeah i've got work the next morning so i need to make sure that yeah i do sleep uh how's your week been but yeah it's been all right um was a bit under the weather midweek but i'm 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 all right again now um it's one of those things that we were a bit concerned because one or so's uh, colleagues got COVID, so we were like, oh, oh no. Uh, but we've seemed to have dodged that bullet, touch wood. Um, but yeah, it's it's been, it's been all right. I've been where I can. I've been playing a bit of game. I've played that PAL world, which is basically Pokemon, but not Pokemon. I've not played it yet, and I it's want good. to, but... I also don't because I know it's it looks good. very addictive and I ain't got time to have an addictive game. Well, 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 I've got a problem at the minute because I'm really into FIFA this year. Um, some more content coming towards the, uh, the next couple of weeks on that, by the way. I think you'll be happy. Um, and the I'm really into Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I finished it and now I'm done another, doing another playthrough of it. 
and just doing completely different choices. It's a great game. And then I, um, what do you call it? Yeah, I had Power World as well, and I loaded that up, and I was like, oh, for God's sake. You See, know, this is... I, I've been playing a game on the PC called Ready or Not, and it's a SWAT-style simulator. Right. And it's really, really good, and I really enjoyed that, but I'm really basic when I get to my games at the minute because I, I, the little time I have, I want a quick game. I can't throw myself into a long game, and I, that's what I really want to do at the minute, and I can't. So at the minute, it's been the odd game of FIFA... This ready or not, Call of Duty because it's just a time kill for me. <laughs> really, it's just a real big yeah. time kill. I can just think, and I'm in one of those relationships where my wife loves watching me play video games, and will just laugh at me from behind when I mess up, and you just hear <laughs> a cackle of laugh, laugh, then it's hilarious, and it just yeah. Well, me and Soph, me and Soph just play living uh, games in the living room anyway. It's one of those things. Yeah. where it's it's nice to have that dynamic where you can just chill out and do that. But my, so much of my life up until Christmas was travel. So taking some of those hours back, I've been able to actually play a bit more. Um, oh, sorry, I, I, sorry, more. I gotta I gotta do this hashtag travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like so much of it has been. Yeah, those hours that I spent on the road getting back has been huge for like actually being able to like relax and sit down and play a game for a bit and that sort yeah. of thing and that's that's been a nice thing it's just um i need to sort out this setup i think from february onwards i'm, I'm going to work on getting this youtube set up back up to how it used to be but it's it the first time i did it was in lockdown you know and mm. i built it back up and it, it took a while to to sort it all out but i've got to uh I think for, I think I think for you you this. can't you can't have a lot of it permanently set up because you use a lot of it yeah. for work anyway. So you, it's like yeah. you need to it's like you need to have a YouTube permanent setup and then one that's your work setup that you can just shove in a bag. I think that'll be helpful when we get our forever house, forever yeah. house. You know what I mean, sort of thing. It's one of those things where the uh, one that you own and you're not having to have a landlord come fix things and you then you have to go, <laughs> oh that broke. How do I put afford this? Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> It's it's that one where it's um Yeah. If you don't this remember is, this, this is... time last year I was complaining that I didn't have a bloody uh working uh top dove thing because that died. Yeah. <laughs> it's that well, kind this is, of thing. This is this is one of those things where this is convenient for now, but um I I very much like I'm very much eager to get the thing i think if the youtube does obviously grow and get to certain mm. levels back where it was in covid it'll push me towards that as well but that's also on me that's also as i said like the reason we've not been doing breakouts it's so stupid but like one of my photo editing software's lapsed and i've been so trying to like manage the finances this month that i just did i haven't i haven't i haven't uh re-bought the license so i will do that it's because i've got the old license for it i need to upgrade it and get a, a multi-platform thing um so oh, yeah I absolutely detest January. <laughs> absolutely detest. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, the podcast is very expensive in the first two months of the year, as we, as I always forget, and then it comes around after every, Christmas. Every and I year, go, oh, every gosh. year, and actually, it came to, on my phone a couple of days ago, and because I've been that tired, I clicked it up. It said to remind you about payment for the uh, podcast stuff. I did actually have it there ready to go, but I decided to become a parent again, uh, so I don't know what sleep is. <laughs> no, it's uh, 
it's one of them. It's just you you deal with it as it arises. Um, yeah. If Wednesday were actually half decent, you might be able to make some profit back. You know, it was just interesting when I was doing the balancing of the finances for the year, and I was like, wow. Some people do this as a job. I would not be able to be anywhere close. <laughs> Yeah, fun fun fact. Not this year, but last year, the podcast made just so people could know no money. I think it made like I think I've worked out it made like over the year thirty quid. And that's why that's why we're called hobbies. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, It wouldn't be something you would call sustainable over that time, Um, which. It wasn't a podcast. By the way, that's not the podcast, actually. I'm like, that was my entire channel, I think, because it was a really quiet... It was that year where it went really quiet. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it all went um, mental. Yeah. But, yeah, there you go. So that's that's when, when people say they do it for passion and stuff. Maybe we should start a Patreon one day. We to, have to, mem- to oh, yeah, fair, that, that leads me into the memberships are available below yes. the channel. To be fair, this year you might actually make... Like net here, he might actually make a bit more because of Chan Siri like doing all the statements he did. I don't think so because Wembley was expensive. True. That's the thing. That's where it's like when you look at your profit, mm. I think about like where I would have made a little bit more. You look at the um the how much you spent in expenses at that time. Yeah. It probably balances to very little. But to be fair. If, You've got the memory, but, love. It, but here's the thing: if if for me that's a case of like how amazing it is it if the content I made at that time paid for it. That's yeah. how I see it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's that's so cool. That is that cool is awesome. Me. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like what it's like what you always say with your uh, FIFA or EA football club with the content you make. It's like we. It's like me when it comes to the time when the shirt come out. What I've made on YouTube pay for the shirts. Yeah, yeah, which is fair, which is completely fair. Um, yeah, maybe I should start doing shirt stuff. Not, you know, I'm not going to encroach <laughs> on your territory there. <laughs> uh, I am going to start, start doing. I've got a load of ideas for stuff. Um, I just need to pull my finger out, really. But anyway, enough of that. Um, let's get into the Sheffield Wednesday stuff, shall we? On the Talking Wednesday yeah. podcast, it would be helpful. Um, Talking Wednesday Extra, by the way, the it's going to launch back up because we launched it in February, didn't we, last year? Yeah, um, it's going to come back. We're, we're take, we've taken January off from it because in February I plan to do two episodes of Talking Wednesday Extra <laughs> and start as we mean to go on like that. Um, so if you're wondering where that is, it's that it's um, it's let, going let, to be let, Let's put it this way. We were expecting to be having a busier, and if you're listening, I'm in air quotes, transfer window. Yeah, exactly. Um, we are. We also we're kind of like wriggling off this podcast because literally just as we were going into it, they announced that Jurgen Klopp, yeah, is leaving Liverpool. That's mental. That's Jake. just insane. Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, he done well yeah. to create a really good culture there and how it is, and it's gonna feel weird next season knowing he's not on the sideline. Yeah, uh, as I said, like my uh, best mate throughout uni um and like 
probably yeah like we you know the guy that has been in content before sort of like we we see each other all the time um probably like the one person i you know i still see all the time yeah. from uni um he's a lifelong liverpool fan He's at work right now. I know he doesn't have his phone at work and I messaged him going, oh my God, and I could imagine him coming out of work later <laughs> when he can get his phone back and going, oh no. <laughs> Checking on him tonight. He's going to be having a bad night. Um, but yes, let's go to the Wednesday stuff. We played Coventry. Before we do any of this, yep. it goes without saying, we condemn all forms of racism. We co- condemn all forms of justifying racism. There's no justification in racism. Um, I was... I, we, we, we tweeted messages to support sort of thing. We didn't need... To, I don't think we needed to to say much more than we were completely disgusted by what we saw. Um Happening too often in football and in general. The fact that it was one of our fans, because you can say it's not a Sheffield Wednesday fan, but they do support the team. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where we can say they're not fans like us, but they were a fan at the ground and they were, and I think we all hold ourselves um, responsible for our own actions. And when you are in, when you are doing that as one of our fans though, you Mm. represent us, Yeah, you know? So it's like, you aren't, you aren't representative of, of us. And that those actions aren't, but when you act like that, it tarnishes a, yeah. a bigger fan base. And what I what I really respected about the way Palmer dealt with it was he said one fan doesn't you know a few, a few fan fan represent yeah. an entire fan base, and I I really respected that. Um, and the situation he went through. Um, if a player's on the wind up as well, there's no justification for it, right? Hey, what players okay, there's do? No, there's no. It's it's one of those things we've had. We've had people doing all look of that, at, and I can't at, believe. Look at Chris Maguire. Quiff McGuire, yeah. the entire time it went, they were winding up the opposition fan. Yeah. He was good at it. Now, here's the thing. But to, think, you... to, th- to, think that, to think that you could ever, like, you, you know, there's, there's no, there is no justification for racism. No. Straight out. Well, the thing that I've got is you, you're right. We've got 13 black players in our team. How do they feel? It's just, it's just, I just, I just can't believe it still happens. I, because it's it's one of those things that when I've said things in the past and I've got called like, oh, you're on the left, aren't you? You're woke. Why does it need saying? It, it, things need saying because things still happen mm. and you see it and it's it's behind. It, it's it's one of those things that are oh, people won't say it, not because they don't mean it, but because they know the reaction they'll get to it. That's yeah. why they don't say it. Some people, but they do have that inherent. Yeah racism in there and it is about education and i think wednesday dealt with it very well um and i think the message they put out was i think it was it was a good strong message about kicking it out um and i just i hope i never have to see anything like that in football in general but especially related to my football club again that was um it was horrific I know, you know some people trying to give Bannon some is? stick. At the time, Bannon didn't know what was going on, I want to say, mm. as well. Yeah. It, it was very obvious very obvious after the fact there. Um, but I, he, even he came out and and cleared that up. a good method, go, actually. Go on, what were you going to say? I think, yes. I think for me, it's, it's annoying because we've had this season and following last season, you look at what happened in the um, semi-final first leg, there was stuff that got said on Twitter by our own fan base which was ridiculous, to the owner and Darren Moore. And yes. then you had the yep. Bradley Lowley thing that happened this year as well. 
It's just doing my head in. Be better. You you don't if you if you get to a point where a player is winding you up that much and that's your only response, leave the ground. I've been questioned in the past about um like blocking certain users from our content and certain things. Um I will I I don't block criticism of us. I will say that, you know, people criticize mm. us for genuine reasons. Um but I've blocked people who, for example, have mocked your disability or yeah. they've been they've shown you know, things that yeah. are racist yeah. or things like that. And I do it so our community doesn't have to see it. And the, the whole point I was like about trying to to build a community of Wednesday fans here is actually, if you were in our community, the Talking Wednesday community, you probably wouldn't see too much of it because we make sure it's, we, we make sure we keep it it's very respectable. But, I, but, 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 but being on the other side of it and being in the filters, I can, the reason I am quite pro, you know, um, speaking about things and awareness is because I do see it. Yeah, I see it come through before, and I I don't want other people to have to see. It, but I know those people are out there because I see it. Um, the amount of times that on YouTube you have to block certain words because it could yeah. people cause it, that whole thing of people think it's behind the screen, it's on the keyboard, they're not going to get anything thrown at them. And I can attest to this because last year when it was the Plymouth stuff, I got sent video with, with flashing lights on Twitter. I reported yep. it to the police and the people who were involved got arrested, got charged. And I kept that quiet. No one really knew about it. But it happens and it's annoying. But at the same time, just because you're behind the screen or you've got a user, it doesn't mean you're not someone who'd be able to find, even if it's online. This was someone who clear a date, caught on camera. That did it as well. Yeah. So it, it's like every, everyone's got a camera phone now. Use your head. Like, it's, but it's not again, even that. It's the fact that why? Right. It's how that, that sounded. By the how, way, that, by the way, that sounded bad by me mean. by saying use your head. But it's that whole thing of going. If you get wound no, I know up what that you much, leave. But it's also a case of if you're getting wound up to that extent, be a bit more clever with it. Why do you have to? The fact is, people. People who resort to sort of like racism and stuff, if I just don't get it because I think it's like, have you run out of absolutely everything? It's, it's not even that specifically. It's when it's people mock people behavior. for something they can't. It's when people can't mock people for what they change. Calling yeah. somebody, you know, sticking middle finger up, sticking two fingers up, giving them a bit of grief in that respect. That's sort of like what you see with football. Yeah. But it's the people who take it to the other line. It's like, why? Why? Right. Because. Because if a player's giving you some stick, you give it back, but you give it back mm. in the same. You don't. You don't go abhorrent. And I just. Winds us up. I once try. I, I once try and draw a line under it and move yep. on. But I think it's one of those things that you can't forget. You can't forget. You've got to keep learning from. And when people say that why are these things talked about and well, why do we have to? Why do we have to raise awareness? Why are we wearing armbands? Why are we doing messages in football? This is why because it still yeah. exists. And I think. Um, I think it's important to talk about. Yeah, but should we talk about the game itself then, Jake? Yeah. Um, it, so, you know what? It wasn't too bad up until they scored, because I thought we were in it for a little bit, but not long. I think we had about five minute, ten minute spell, and that was it. And the problem is, they we played better than we had done against them previously. Because I thought we were a bit more athletic. I think we were a bit more in the face a little bit, but. When you get a goal like he scored, 
It's a worldie. You're not going to beat it. I had so many people go, oh, that Dawson would have saved that because James Beadle started. Beadle couldn't do it about that. Neither could no, the damn Dawson. It was not. just a worldie. And I've seen people like give Bannon Pelters going, what's he doing sliding in? At the end of the day, he took the what he thought was going to happen. You take that judgment call, right, you can have a shot, I'm going to try and slide in and block it. And he's seen it coming. That happens, that football. It was a worldie of the goal and you go fair play. Second goal and second half, we were a lot better. Made a lot of subs, played okay. It was it was a weird one because team sheet felt a bit. Um, Fletcher starting isn't for me. Fletcher coming off the bench is. He's yeah, Fletcher you bring bench. on when you need to hold up the ball a little bit more. Whereas he, he, going from that from the start, yeah, I I don't think. Uh, Rule got it fully right against Coventry, by no. the way. I think, uh, um, but it's a case of he, he gets so much right that I wouldn't, I wouldn't really comment too much on it. It's like that. It, I think he got the bat line right with the Whitway and Bernard. You have Valentine Johnson, Palmer, Volt, Bannon, Gasman, Windass, and Fletcher. I think for me, you've got to have the situation where you got again. He's new to this. He's new to actually management as a manager. He's been assistant manager, so you've got to make mistakes. And you let him learn from them. But second half, yep. I thought we came, came, tried to give it a good go. I thought it was an excellent save by Beadle to stop the first effort because it was like a double save which with his hands kind of thing. But they get that second, that second. And before that, we did make it 1-1. It was a good goal by Windass. But it was done. The game was done. At, once that goal went in, the game was done. And we were just going to be see what we do next. And yeah... And and again, the game kind of got forgotten about with everything that happened. But if you actually look at stats, I don't think we were that bad, considering when you look at weren't shot, that far the off it on, on paper. No, no, uh, on paper because it's like they had fifty five percent position uh, possession to our forty five. They had sixteen shots to our eleven. They had six on target. We had five on target. Seven corners to our six. So it's a case of it was close on those. And a 2-1 scoreline suggests that as well. I just don't think we were the Wednesday that we can be in that match. Um, which is not what you want in these situations where we need no. the points. Because, you know, when other teams do pick up points, it's a problem. So going um, around the championship review, it was Sunderland nil, Hull City 1. Swansea 1, Southampton 3. Bristol City 1, Watford 1. Plymouth 3, Cardiff City 1, Wednesday 1, Coventry 2, Norwich 2, West Brom 0, Stoke 1, Birmingham 2, Middlesbrough 1, Rotherham 1, QPR 2, Millwall 0, that's not a good result for us, nope. Blackburn 1, Huddersfield 1, we again, probably not, not a great result. result for us, then picking up a point there, Leeds 2, Preston 1, Leicester 1, Ipswich 1, and then Ipswich... Um, Wait, what's that? Did they play... Yeah, I don't, I don't know why there's an old Ipswich yeah. game in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Leicester won and Ipswich uh, won on those games. So in terms of Wednesday sort of going forward, we still, we had a chance to pull ourselves out of the relegation spaces. Um, and now we are currently sat second from bottom so we've gone down a space yeah we were we were we were clinging on um our form looks worse because it's lost win win loss loss now so this is what also, happens with the swings in the season but we are now five points off safety the form we just played top of the form guide and second fo- form guide it's true 
that is true. But we do have Watford next as well, mm. um, who are ninth. And their form's not great, but they are ninth in the table. They are on 40 points. They, they are bang mid-table. So, yeah, we could probably... Probably. We'll see. Um, but we are five points off safety, which is not ideal. And Huddersfield are doing business in the transfer window, which we don't seem to be. We brought in Beadle and Ugbo, but we need to be doing more, in my opinion. We, we do QPR, need to be doing more, but a lot of clubs are not doing much business. If a that's a turning clubs... point for QPR and they're about to start going on a run, we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. If they go on a run, we're screwed. But because also, we're ten points, we're ten points off Birmingham. This is the problem, right? Because we need Huddersfield to get dragged down there. Because Birmingham are ten points ahead of us. We're ten points off twentieth, but five points off safety. The gap between the bottom is opening up now yeah. between us and the you know the lower lower end of the table. They'd have to throw some awful results out there, and we'd have to go on a hell of a run. It's looking less likely that we're going to find safety now. So the, the only saving grace f- I've got it when Danny Rule came in, it was a 12 point de- deficit and he got it to yeah. three. If anything can show you that it, there's a chance it's that, but he needs the players. Like one of the things that's been bugging me the entire of the transfer window is, and I know it's because we didn't get the player in in Coven Coventry, but why let a midfielder go if the player's not going to be... He's here. If he's yeah. not actually here. I'm, it, it's doing me head in because if... We're going to talk about some stories because it's all in the it, it ready to talk up. But it's like even looking at like players who we've been linked with, even like journalists and stuff like that, they're quiet. Like really quiet. Yes. But the entire of this transfer window have been quiet. There's been a couple of teams that have made... I think it's Huddersfield, Plymouth, and I think there's one more have all made about three or four transfers. Everyone else, it's two. And the thing is, everyone is petrified, especially now Premier League clubs, of FFP. I think you're seeing a real big turning point in what happens in the transfer market now. I don't think it's going to be the same that you see every other season. And also remember... Having a transfer window when it's the Africans' cup of nations doesn't help. What does what? His chance here backing him as much as he could. That's the million dollar question because we don't know. We don't uh, know, and that's the problem. Like it's almost as if it's just when you know Darren Morto. There was rumors about him. Obviously, a lot of people. You can see it was money, or you can say it was like. Chancery obviously wanted us to get playoffs. Darren Moore said we're all a long way off it. Um, we didn't have the budget available. We're not all of a sudden going to get the budget from somewhere, especially no. because obviously the coaching staff cost money. We've signed and two players on loan. In one sense, like, we've had a better window than we did this time last season. Last season, we only got one player. <laughs> yes, but we were also in a very different position last season. Exactly, yeah. Um, whereas this season i've seen people like question what kevin beadle doing it's like he's looking for the players but if we haven't got the actual either funds or we have to let players out before we can let players because that's the other thing are we in a position where we have to let players leave before they come in because if that's the probably case, we, we've got a we've got a free up room 
Probably, but then, right, okay, so that fits onto this story. This is from the Derby Telegraph. Sheffield Wednesday boss sets Derby County condition for Michael Smith transfer. Danny Rull is adamant that Sheffield Wednesday will only let Michael Smith leave for Derby County if the Rams up their offer for the striker. Rams head coach Paul Warren is eager to be reunited with the forward as the club aims to strengthen its forward line for a promotion push to the championship. Smith is understood to be keen on the switch to Pride Park where he would be reunited with Warren with the duo having success at Rotherham where they won promotion to the second tier. Derby are offering to pay a significant chunk of his wages, but Wednesday are demanding a sizable loan fee in return. They would also prefer to offload the striker permanently, with the forward only having one year remaining on his current deal. After speaking today, Roll said that unless an agreement can be found, that he will be keeping the likes of Smith and Gregory, despite young, uh, both players appearing to have little place in his plans moving forward. Quote, we have had honest conversations, Roll told the Sheffield Star. I have had these players with my players in the last weeks, not just the transfer window. They all know exactly what their position is at the moment, and I think Lee Gregory and Michael Smith can help some teams. It's still the same. If some clubs want to take players from us, then we also have to find an agreement. It's the same for players that we want. We have to find the agreement with their clubs. This is now about finding an agreement. If, if we find the best situation for everybody then it makes sense. If not, the players are still here for the team and it's about going forward together and being successful, end quote. There's more in the article. Go read it if you want. But, um, so the big questions, I've, I actually uh, had a Derby podcast reach out to me. I think there's some comments going in either their blog or their podcast at some point about that. Um, but we'll talk about it here, obviously, as well, because it's very relevant. Um, yeah. There's basically going to be big questions around the loan fee that we are asking for Michael Smith when we need to ship out players. But I actually think... You know why they don't you? Derby can only play pay uh, a certain amount on wages because they are in, in a EFL business plan from when they had all this financial issues. I think they can they only do... Eight, yeah, I think they can only do like 8,000 something. Now, it no, I've seen a lot of people go, oh, Chancey, you've been dingy. It's very normal procedure for a club to get told, we want to pay you to pay a loan fee and the wages fully kind of thing. It's normal. The thing is, Derby can't do it. Now, we could quite... I, the, the problem is, I actually think he's worth it, Michael Smith, at League One. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I'm sort of record. like... I'm sort of like, if they don't want to sign him on a, sign him on a permanent... Right, mm. we're wanting the. Le- I can see it from the business perspective, yeah. Because we know we've got two options: they can buy him from us, and we make some money back that way, and then he's off our books completely, wages wise, which is probably the ideal thing. We'd probably take like I, I can imagine we'd probably take like five hundred k a million yeah. for him, Pro- yeah. Probably even like, poss- it'd probably be around five hundred k we'd take for him because we get him off the wage book. The way but I would do we it. Want a- the way I would do it is the way middle bediddles with Jordan Rose. You have him for the end of season loan, and then in the summer you have a buy option, and you agree to it that way. No, it, it wasn't Jordan Rhodes a not an option, no. but a permanent. Uh, but it, uh, no, but it was no, a, but, a, but the thing, the thing was, it was, it was, it was the thing that you had. It was loaned to us, yeah. with the op, with the well, thing well, that we agreed. Well, that's to buy another him. way they can do it. But I think, I think it's more attractive to Derby if they can get him in on loan and then just sign him for free at the end of the season, which is what I think they want to do. Yeah, but he, um, he's, not so, a free, he's not a free agent in the season. He's got a year left. Oh, yeah, of course he does. Ignore me he's then. A, Completely he's ignore a free, me. He's, yeah. on a free, he's on a three-year contract. He's got a three-year deal, hasn't he? Yeah, I forget. So that, it's why, we, that's we, why we were I in think, League One for two seasons. We didn't that's sign him for why I season, think you should uh, 
say, hey, we'll loan him to you for the rest of the season, but you've got to buy him at the end of your season. And then you, they, yeah. because then they got the thing, they could either be in League One or in the Championship. Then they've got a really good League One striker, if not. But if they're in the Championship, they've got a manager that knows how to get the best out of him in the Championship. Yeah, here's what I'd do 500k, you pay 70% of his wages for this season. You have to buy him at the end of the season for 500k. Then I probably wouldn't put a fee deal. I probably put. I wouldn't be too funny about a, a loan fee there. Yeah. Um, that would be the way of doing it if we needed to ship players out for that. You know, because 500k for Michael Smith. We I said this all the time last season. He's that striker that I can't believe he scored so many goals because I never really saw it. Yeah. But the, he did. His numbers were there. Yeah, yeah. He he just in at that level he just he gets goals. Um, and I think he would be exactly what Derby need because he was, Look he was they ideal the for us. They are, I think they are pushing for promotion at the minute. I think they're like third in the league at the minute. Yeah. Um, Bringing somebody in who bagged 20 goals for us last season is not a bad shout. No, it's know. not. Um, and the one thing that is questionable about Michael Smith is the step up to the championship. I think he had one season with Rotherham where he scored 10 goals when they got back up to the championship. But other than that, he's not really been a championship player. And at his age, I don't still, think he's going still to be. Ten, ten, still 10 goals. It's still 10 goals, which is good. But he came to us, obviously. And we've not... It's it's When they went up, I think he would have played for, for Rotherham. But it, it, it's mm. a question of, would he be able to do it in this league? And to be fair... I think under a certain play style, yes, because if you remember that link up, I just remember the link up with the goal between Byers and Smith at the start yeah. of the season. Um, and I was like, if you play like that and you play through the middle and you get the ball round to him, Michael Smith scores proper goals, you know, like yeah. proper league one, thump it in the back of the net, get your head on it sort of thing. Scrappy, ugly goals. Um, but he scores goals and it's... It does. But I think what the problem is now, we've got that press, we've got that pace, the ball's coming a lot further, uh, uh, a lot faster. Sorry. And um, Danny Rule requires a certain amount of energy and intensity. And I think you need somebody that's clinical and has got a quick, good first touch and can finish. He had two seasons in the championship. He had one in 18-19 where he got eight goals and then he had in 20-21 where he got 10 but then you look at his League One record, 22 and 23, 18 for yeah, Rotherham, 16 for he's not the 20 goal a, He's not the 20-goal a season striker in the Championship, which is what Wednesday need. Yeah. When Derby would need the 20-goal a season striker in the Championship. So it makes sense for both parties here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also have a lot of time for Michael Smith, and I'm happy to keep... I would be. I, I get what Danny Rill's saying, because I would be happy to keep him around the squad. Yeah. There's no problems with that. Another player that seems to be off, an interesting what could be off. Uh, let's just check where this is from so we can cite it. Is this from it, the star, Jay? from the star, yes. Yes, so the star are reporting that Sheffield Wednesday boss Danny Rule says the club are open to letting the 30-year-old Sheffield Wednesday defender leave this month. And that 30-year-old defender is Reese James. So Reese James um, hasn't really been in Rule's plans so much. He wasn't specifically in Zisco's plans either. <laughs> now, I rate Reese James, but I also we trust had the, this we manager. Had, we had the conversation at the start of the window. <laughs> yep, we did, because it's funny, because Jack said he was too old. Yeah. Um, and then 
he actually started playing really well and Jack ate his words, but since then he's been out of he's been out of manager's favour. So it's kind of um He played two hundred and ninety two minutes this season, seven appearances. Yeah. He needs he probably he probably does need to get moved on then, doesn't he? So yeah. It's one of those situations where you you move a player on for bringing more players in. We are in that situation. It's very obvious we're in that situation. What happened with Backinson, for example, was you get Backinson gone, you've got Connor Coventry coming in. We 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 letting players go before we bring them in, but yeah. that's that's the plan anyway. But we haven't actually done that because we've not let any players go in a position that we brought in because we brought a striker in, but we ain't got rid of a striker. No, we haven't. We brought True. a keeper in, but we ain't got rid of a keeper. Yeah, if we did get rid of a keeper, Vakwe went back. Back to AC Milan. That's true. Actually, forgot so about we it. have done it. We have done it once. I think. I think yeah. for me, you look at what rules press conferences were like. The following week, he wouldn't talk about transfers. He made it very, very clear he wasn't going to say anything. This week, he'd been quite honest and open with what was saying, and he 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 come out and said we've missed out on at least at least two or three players already, and that's either because of who was saying in it, like he was saying. I've given them a pick. They like the idea of coming to the club, and it's either a case of money, which could be, and I know what people's stance on that is. I get it. I understand it. It's frustrating, but we're not in a financial position by the looks of it, outside looking in, where we can compete in championship wages and championship money. It could be a location thing. We had that with Connor Coventry. Look at the kind of players he's looking at. They're all really high performers, but a lot of them are down south. And if a lot of them are down south yeah. trying to convince a player to come up north, especially if they're a young player, it's difficult. It's okay if it's alone because they're going back down south. But if it, they've got to come and relocate up here and they've spent all the time down down in London, like Connor Coventry was, it's like it's a big step up for a 23-year-old to go move, start a new career at a new club kind of thing. I get it. I get the whole situation. There's a lot of things that could be changing. It could be an agent thing that found a better deal or a different club. The thing is, I also had the thing that because Danny's not well known enough as a manager yet and what he's done, I think they're going inexperienced. What can you do for me? Kind of thing. I think if you've got a more, if he had like two, three seasons under his belt where he's shown he can do it, they might yeah. have another way of doing it. You know what I mean? Are we allowed to say what we, you said before the podcast? Remind me. Without oh, reminding. Send me, send me a message quickly. <laughs> <laughs> About a uh, a player. And no. Media, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, I've just done the thing on a podcast I never thought. I thought we'd be all right with that. We'll see what transpires over the next couple of days and then we'll go, that's what we were referring to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, but I anyway, think at the minute, go on. we need, this is, this is the annoying part of, well, we need one for every position pretty much since yeah. Rolls came in. And you don't get that in January. You only normally get like three. And he, he got his strike, he got his goalkeeper. He said he wanted a left back and he said he wanted a midfielder. I think that's about right. If I was greedy, I want an attacking uh, winger of some sort. Yes. 
Sort of like Jordan Jones, which links into this story here. Yes. Um, exactly. So this is from Sheffield Wednesday News that I think are referring to the HITC report, actually, as they the are, because it goes as follow the article. Sheffield Wednesday have a new name on their transfer radar, Wigan Athletic and Northern Ireland winger Jordan Jones. An emerging report from HITC this week has linked championship relegation candidates, Sheffield Wednesday, all right, mate, Rotherham United <laughs> and Huddersfield Town with a move for Wigan Athletic winger. Jones, the 29-year-old former Rangers and Sunderland man, sees his current contract with the Lactics expire at the end of the season. Jordan has netted twice and scored four. What? Yeah. Jones has netted twice and scored four in 17 League One outings. How's that work? So one one of them's got to be assists. (laughs) And Wigan are keen to retain his services. So he's either got four goals to assist Let or two goals check. and four Carry assists. Let me talking. Let me check. Come on, journalism. <laughs> it's a transfer window. Jo- They're all a bit bra- brains are fried. <laughs> Jones is a graduate of the Middlesbrough Youth Academy, but only ever made one a couple appearance in the first team before leaving Kilmarnock in 2016. He joined Wigan on a three-year deal in 2021, so it means his contract will be up in the summer. I do believe, yes, that's the year we're in now. So That's not even right. Is it not? He's netted <laughs> once on. and got six assists. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. To be fair, we usually cross-reference stuff, but it's been a quick rush for this document, so that's our bad, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Jordan Jones, winger. I've got to do the... F- EAFC thing first. So he's a 64 rated bronze, but if you evoed him, he could be up to like an 86. I think it, his best of, you know, his best overall would have been an 86 overall um, with 95 pace and Traveller. Oh, a 94 Ooh. passing, 92 dribbler. That card is crazy. I, I have the thing here. The issue I've got with the transfer is the fact that Rotherham in for him because I think it was Lem Richardson who signed him at Wigan. Right. Yeah, that would be a problem, probably. But it's also about play styles, right? And if mm. he thinks, oh, they're playing good football at Wednesday, that would happen. I found it talking to other fan bases. Obviously, you don't see how clubs are saying so whenever they talk about us as relegation candidates, people think we're awful and then they watch us on TV or something and they go... You play good football. Yes. There was a lot of commentary fans who turned around and said, how are you in this position? You're actually playing some fantastic stuff. We don't get it. Like, the problem is we're playing good football, and this is no offense to our squad. It's going to sound really bad. With the average players that we got, and I think uh, Darren, bloody hell, I've gone backwards. Danny Rule wants to have more quality that he can have. And the only thing I've got with this one it fits everything you want to do, and it will be that little bit of experience. It goes mm. against a little bit with what he said he wants to bring a squad down, but you're only giving him like a two-year deal. You've got two years to get the best out of him. I I think you also need a mixture of experience in there yeah, as well, do. though, don't you? And it's a case of this also potentially, if you bring him in on a permanent deal, it frees the likes of, we don't know what's going out on with Windass's contract at the end of the season. Don't know so, what's going on with Marvin Johnson possibly going to Ipswich. Yeah, so there's there's those sort of links in there that you have to prepare for. So it also mm. freezes up a little bit more. If Jordan Jones comes in and he is a good signing for us, I think that could be... I, I would actually... I don't know too much about the player, so I'll either 
I am pretty sure if this is a breakout, Rotherham fans have got it. It's come to Rotherham. He's picked Rotherham over the Wednesday sort of thing. That'll always that always happens. Do you notice like when we talk about a player six months ago and yeah. then they sign for a club in another window? I get loads of notifications on YouTube because people are looking up on YouTube for the player. And they go, I've, oh, well, I've, he didn't come I've to Wednesday, did he? And I'm like, it before. was six months ago. Six months ago. I've had it ago. where I've done like a video on him six months ago. And it's like, why is that suddenly doing really well? I don't understand. Just and then I Googled it. I Googled yeah, it. We just oh, reported on a link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we'll see what happens there. Um, if it fits Danny Rule's system, great. But again, the Rotherham link is likely. So, yeah. Um, We'll we'll see how that one plays out, but I would agree that with contracts expiring at the end of the season, we need to we need to be planning for that. We definitely do because we have fifteen players out of contract, and I'd like to yeah. get better at not doing that. And we're gonna do we are gonna do an extra on that as well. Um, so from the BBC News, Barry Bannon is named as the Sheffield's Children's Hospital Charity Ambassador. So. The article reads as follows. The midfielder will kick off his new role with a fundraising event on the 3rd of March featuring current and ex-players. The charity raises money for Sheffield's Children's Hospital to fund projects, including a new helipad and by specialist equipment. Bannon described the work the charity does as incredible. Rob Guru Chaga, development officer at the Children's Hospital Charity, said, Barry is a local hero, and by supporting us, he will help change the lives of the children from Sheffield, Yorkshire, and beyond. Just wanted to put that one in there because that is absolutely fantastic. I will say, um, we've, we've had to go to Children's recently for little and just nothing serious, just checks and stuff. And I was blown away with how well that hospital is and how just... The you walk in, it doesn't feel like hospital at all, which I think is good, when, especially when it's sick children going there and stuff. And two, the two words that break my heart are the fact that you have to have children and hospital in the same sentence, you know. And I, I've yeah. heard some of the work they've done there, um, and it's just it's great that our club's getting involved and our captain exactly. is um, getting involved because with all we can talk about healthcare and systems like that, but the, uh, but places like this are absolutely magnificent and they deserve all the funding in the world. Um, so yeah, I'm proud of Barry and I'm proud of, that we can get involved in, in, in stuff like this as a club. Um, it's really important. Yeah, definitely. So apparently one of our, the star reporting that one of our young players, Oh, actually, no, I'm lying. <laughs> the Star reporting, um, and Danny Rule confirmed on Twitter that he did it in his press conference, not Twitter, but yeah, uh, Cameron Dawson is injured for the cup game. You will have seen this yesterday. So Charles has got a uh, chance. He saved three penalties, Jake. Saved yep. Charles saving three Coventry penalties and then running down the pitch and putting it in the top bins. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's trying to impress any of this. Stars, isn't it? Yeah. It's what he did. Think, it's what he did. No, didn't you see it? <laughs> I think the thing I've got so here... the past, remember? <laughs> I think the thing I've got here, which is quite lucky, in a sense, we were going to loan him out. And we kind of went, oh, yeah. well, wait a minute, well, wait a minute. And it just seems like this has really come at the right time. And people have been saying, why are we not giving him a chance? If Beadle's 19 and he's 18, why are we not giving him a chance? Whereas on I the other you... side, I reckon this is the nail in the coffin for Cameron Dawson at Sheffield Wednesday. Because if he's yeah. injured, I don't think he's getting back in. No. No. Personally. Because you've got to play Beadle. 
because yeah. I think it, people, some people were saying he looked shaky with the ball at his feet. I think it was probably just no, nerves, looked, but I thought he looked. I, did, I didn't really think could he necessarily it been, looked Could it have shaky. also been our pitch? Because we've been training on the pitch again because, you know, we don't have a all-weather dome inflated in, in, anymore, which annoyingly, that's I, been down I, since I, March last year. I think, um, I don't know what, I could see Cameron Dawson doing the thing. I don't think he'd want to go to Rotherham or something, but I could very much see him like being the number one for a Rotherham or something. A Rotherham, like a Barnsley, a Donny. Yeah, if he wants to if stay went, local. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that I, excites me about this, this cup tie, right, is I think we might see some youngsters in. There's talk that Sam Reed could get a game because he's back from injury now. Uh, and he's he'd been getting close to coming close to the starting lineup, and with that, yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's because it's in because it's in the past. Um, I'm very conscious of that because it's obviously a Friday night game, isn't it? So, yeah. um, we'll see what happens on that. I don't really think I'm not really optimistic for it. I don't think we'll go through, but um, you never know. This team could go on a cup run if we played our full strength team. Then yeah, but I don't think we will, and I don't think it's wise to because we've got on Wednesday transfer deadline day we have Watford. Now, <laughs> Watford's record is ten ten six. They're on forty points. They are average this season by Watford standards. What do you feel going into this one, Jake? I'm. It was a game where I think if we did what we did against Leicester, where it was a game where we weren't really meant to get something from, I think we could quite easily come across, come out of this with something because they're, they've got a similar way in home records. And I, I've seen a couple of times, they all can be a little bit shaky at the back. And if we can press them like we've been doing, I think we could be able to really get at them a little bit more. But... The thing is, it all depends on how we go about it from that first kick. Because I've noticed recently, we've gone five minute, ten minute, full held to leather trying to press them, and then it died because it's just yeah. not there. And it need, if you're going to do that press, it needs to be the full 45. You can't just let it slip for like ten minutes to get your breath back. And I understand why they're doing it. So I, I kind of think we could get something in this. Uh, I don't know what's making me think that. But I think we could, but I also think it's going to be an interesting one because for some reason my brain just got tired mental there. And I've just got these images like someone running from up in the uh, dance going, Danny, what do you think about this? We signed off on him. Yes, go back up kind of thing. Deadline day. Well, I, I don't think I don't think you start Fletcher. I think no. you potentially start Ugbo well, or Kadamatri. He can't. He can't. He's on land from Watford. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. Oh my God, we might get. I'm not being mean because I think he's been much improved. But can you imagine if Watford went, no, you have to play. <laughs> <laughs> Watford said, we want you to play with nine men, uh, 10 men. What do you mean, 10 men? You got Fletcher, aren't you? Yeah. Why are you playing with Again, 10 no, men? Again, no, I don't want to dig at a player I mean, in a Wednesday shit, he's not, but he's no. not scoring the goals. But he is, he does. He has been um, much improved at holding up the ball, things like that. Yeah. Danny Rule clearly sees him as doing a job, so we'll support him while he's in the shirt. But we, exactly. we signed him thinking exactly. we were going to get a goal scorer, and we didn't. We didn't get a goal yeah. scorer, um, unfortunately. But I think we definitely need to. We need at least a point from Watford. 
we're, oh, yeah. I'm, we're not entitled to a point. We're going to have to work hard, but we could win this. Because if, if, if we perform as Wednesday can, we could win this. Yes. This week is big because it's Watford and then it's Huddersfield and then it's Birmingham next Friday. And yes. we need something from that Huddersfield game. We need a win. A draw isn't good enough. We need a win. Yeah. You win the next three, then you'd realistically think we're out of the relegation zone. Ideally. <laughs> well, you well yeah, because Huddersfield are in there as well. So they'll drop three. Mm. This is what I'm saying. So you win well, Watford. That puts us two points off Huddersfield. Then you beat Huddersfield. So you're, you're either a couple of points off Huddersfield still because they might have got a win in their first game. Or you are you, you you basically if you do that you're two points behind Huddersfield. If you beat Watford and you win, you're at least two points. You're either two points or you're one point ahead of them. February tough as well because it's Huddersfield, it's Birmingham, then it's Leicester, then it's Millwall, and then it's Bristol City. Oh, and then when we go into March, it's Rotherham. Need wins <laughs> on the board. Chancery mm. needs to open the checkbook. Yep. Everybody wants players, but listen to Danny Rule um, because if he goes somewhere else, I'm really going to struggle to continue this podcast. Mm. I'm really going to struggle because I'm going to be disenfranchised with Wednesday all over again because I'm like, well, we're done. What's the, point, what, what's the point in bringing a manager who's got all this potential and then not back him? Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, Jake. Bit of a somber note to end on there, but that's all I've got for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Have you got anything to add before we leave? I hope it's going to be busy over the next couple of days, but we'll see. Uh, just enjoy yourselves, be kind to each other, and look after yourselves. Cool. Um, <laughs> all those things, and Sheffield Wednesday, please sign some players. But for now, guys, we'll uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Um, I don't know why I'm messing this ending up so much lately. Take care, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.